Good morning. Welcome to Tom's World Language Cafe, coming to you live from Madrid, España. It's a beautiful day in Madrid. Uh, the temperature is about 72 degrees. It's almost uh, midday. It's medio día aquí en vivo desde Madrid. And uh, we have some special guests for you today. And uh, first, I would like to thank the University of Colorado and Colorado Springs for sponsoring the show. And also the Kyle Boyle, the station manager, the faculty at the University of Colorado and the students who have put together a beautiful uh, group of programs for everyone to listen to. It's radio.uccs.edu. So be sure to listen and join us for our next program. And I also hope that you caught our program that we did a couple of weeks back live from Havana, Cuba as well. Um, we're going to start today and introduce the various people here. Uh, we are at the Aventura Cultural Program in Madrid, España. And we are at the conclusion of the program. We finished it today, and we're going to celebrate a little bit tonight. And uh, we would like to introduce some of the people who made this program possible. Uh, first, I'd like to introduce uh, uh, Virginia Sampere, and she is the director of the school. Virginia, welcome. Hello, welcome to Madrid again, Tom. How are you? I'm fine, thank you, and thank you for your hospitality. We thank appreciate it very you. much. Thank you so much. And then we also have Alicia Cisneros, who is the Director of Teachers here at the Studio San Pedro. Good morning, Alicia. Good morning, Tom. How are you? I'm fine. I'm and how are you doing? I'm great. Okay, beautiful. And now we're going to go to some of the teachers, and we're going to meet some of the teachers. Uh, in fact, we're going to meet all the teachers. There are six of them, uh, as well as my wife, Jill, who... Uh, really is still teaches in her own way, still teaching, gives advice to teachers all the time. And um, uh, we're going to start with uh, Annette, okay? Hi, I'm Annette, and uh, I teach in southern Indiana, and I'm just excited to be here in Madrid. It's been a great week. Okay, if you've ever wanted to go see the Museo uh, the Prado or the Museo de Reina Sofia, El Rey Tiro, you need to do that. There's that and so much more to do here. The people are awesome also. Boy, I tell you what, Annette is really, she's helping the program out a lot. Yes, and that, that's great. Thank you very much. Now, we'll put in a little humor in the show too today. So we're, we have somebody who's really funny that is really a great uh, uh, inspiration to all of us, uh, Christina. Christina, you want to say hello? Well, hello, everyone. My name is Christina. I'm from Mishawaka, Indiana, and I teach at Mishawaka High School. I teach the first two levels. Um, funny? I don't think so, but anyway. She is funny. You'll <laughs> find out in a minute. So, But anyway, I was in Cuba with Tom last year. It was Apalulu. I think I said the same thing in the interview last year. What, what can I say about Madrid? Um, phenomenal. Phenomenal. You have to come. And and just see for yourself. Uh, put together it the the whole the whole program just puts together art history, the history of the world. I mean, the, of the Holy Roman Empire and how it kind of dissolved in in, in the. the She'll she'll think of something funny here in a minute. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on. She'll think of something funny. We'll be back. Okay. All right, Kathy's turn. Hi, I'm Kathy. I teach sixth grade Spanish close to in Detroit, Michigan area. 
And as you can see, Christina's laugh is very infectious. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I've had a wonderful time here. Learned so much, the people are great, and the teachers share ideas, and that's help very helpful for me. Okay, thank you, Kathy. And now we go to Sandra. Sandra's la techie, eh? The techie of the bunch. <laughs> Well, she could have been Steve Jobs in another <laughs> life. Maybe she was. I have no idea. Uh, she lives technology, and she knows what she's doing. She has uh, brought us into a new program for AT&T and Verizon, and I think she saved us a lot of money. So uh, thank you very much, Sandra. Oh, no. And she's made me feel like a real techie now and live in Madrid. Oh, you know? So thank you. Yeah, so I'm Sandra. I am um, a Spanish teacher at a private uh, school called Heritage Christian. It's a college prep school. Um, I teach levels one and three there, um, AP certified as well. Um, I have loved every moment of this trip. Um, I've gotten to know so many amazing people and learned so much over the culture. Um, and I would just really recommend it um, to anybody. Um, yeah, just, just to come here and to learn and, and to study. It's been a great experience. And now we come to Teresa. Teresa is also a techie, and although you wouldn't think so, she really is. So you know, she'll, she'll tell us a little <laughs> bit about technology. Uh, good to have you with us, Teresa. Thank you, Tom. Um, I am just so excited to be here. And um, I just want to tell everybody who's even remotely thinking about a program like this, this has been really the best program I could have chosen as far as looking at um, immersion programs. And the reason it was so important for me is because um, I've wanted to do it for such a long time and kind of growing this number of fears, you know, why I can't do it, you know, that I've got this in my way and that in my way. And um, I just decided one day I'm going to jump in and all of my fears that I was having about traveling abroad into an immersion program. Um, just went right out the door when I entered into this program because everything was so well organized and the teachers here are so well informed and smart. I'm just so impressed with everyone that I've met and the team that he's assembled here on this trip have been just the best professors to work with and we just really help each other and it, it, if you've got any fear about speaking Spanish you're going to lose it in two weeks, so don't worry. You're going to be very, very well spoken by the time you leave. Thank you very much. And we come to uh, Lisa. Lisa is from Minnesota. Yes, from Minnesota. <laughs> I, I am from Cloquet, and I teach at Cloquet High School, teach Spanish. It, the, the biggest shock was the weather for me because it's not very warm where I live. And... It's, it's been a pleasure. It's, it's a little bit strange right now because I haven't heard my fellow teachers speaking English. And so to hear them speaking English, it's like... Wow, even another voice. Sounds very weird. Only, yeah. only, <laughs> only for half an hour. Half an hour. <laughs> yes. But this, this program has, has been great. I wanted a place, a program that I could go and be immersed and learn more about the culture. And it is. Estudio San Pere has been so... Great, thank you. It's, and thank you, Tom, for organizing this. You're most welcome. And uh, Anna, we have Anna Sanchez here. Anna's got to shout a little bit. You have to shout a little bit. Remember that song, Shout? Twist and Shout. You have to retalk. I'm going to Okay, here we go. Um, thank you very much for everything, Tom. Okay. I'm Anna Sanchez. I, it was a pleasure for me to share a lot of things with uh, this 
a good uh, good group, the best group I am in my life, I think. Okay, thank you very much. And it's very true. This has been an exceptional group of uh, teachers, and we applaud the teachers, and we like to uh, put out this uh, good word about teachers that. Uh, here we have six teachers who've given up two and a half weeks of their summer uh, to be here to improve their knowledge of culture and language. And uh, we don't talk enough about the great teachers, and these are six great teachers who took the time to do this and uh, took time out of their busy summer uh, to do this. And many of them paid out of their own pockets as well. And uh, we hope someday that won't happen and that uh, our government someday will be a little bit more uh, giving than it is about uh, helping teachers uh, who end up helping the, the kids and the students, uh, which is what we're here for. Um, now, we're going to talk a little bit about celebrating Madrid, and so everybody can kind of chime in here, and you can say whatever you'd like to say. But we're going to talk about uh, what is it about this city that really excites everybody, because there's a lot of tourists that come to Madrid, um, and uh, what what has really captured your your imagination and your thoughts about the city of Madrid. What have what have you experienced here that you've been? It's a very reading? lively city. Very lively. Never sleeps. There's always people in the streets. Okay. <laughs> I would say just the ease of movement, moving around the city. If you want to go here, go there. It's right, so the natural is awesome. Just fantastic. Everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. And everybody's so friendly and helpful. It's a whole oh, yes. city this big. It's a very friendly city. Yeah. It's and there there's something for everyone. I mean the food is delicious, there's museums, there's, there's every, everything. Everything, so theater, great time, wonderful program. Annette. Well, I here I am again. Uh, I've I've been wanting to come to Madrid for quite a few years now just to experience things that I've been able to read about and study about since I started my Spanish education and um, this is just like a dream come true because it's not any longer just in a book it's not on a YouTube Video clip, uh, right. Exactamente. This is real. It's like, oh, Viva España! Viva España! Muy bien. Viva España! La canción y luego Alicia. Well, I would say that um, the thing I love of Madrid is that you feel comfortable immediately and you feel mm-hmm. integrated and everybody is very friendly and it's very easy to get comfortable and also it's very easy to experience the culture because public transportation works mm, really properly yeah, but you don't need yeah. a car here yeah and uh, you know you can find everything you need you can find everything according to your interest interests and you know everybody feels very, very comfortable, like being at home. Virginia, what do you think is special about Madrid? I think what we have uh, special is um, everything. (laughs) 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 Now we have lovely, it's a very safety city, it's a very good communicated city. Mm -hmm. You can take the metro to go everywhere, a very cheap metro, 
So, and we have excellent food, excellent mm -hmm. bars. From everywhere, right? you know, just everywhere. Not, just, not just Spanish. And by, for the listeners, Estudio San Pere uh, teaches Spanish to uh, pretty much the whole world, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, students yes. come here you know, from all over the there's world. There's a map upstairs yes. with, yes. of the world, and there's pin, uh, pin or what do you call the pins, right? Yes. Pins. Yes. Yes. I, know. I forgot my English. from Minnesota. <laughs> That's right. Mm. I had to put mine in. I went and asked. I said, can I have a pin? Because nobody came from where I live yet, so I had to put oh, one Great. In. So we have another one. Yeah. A new uh, one. Great. So, and I forgot to introduce... Uh, Jill, who is my wife, sitting behind me. Jill Alsop. Jill, come on up here and say I'm here. I'm, here. Say I'm Jill Alsop. I'm Tom's wife. I have been on this program for credit before while I was still teaching, but I am now retired. So I've come to just enjoy everything. And, and I can't add anything more. The teachers have said it all. It's just a great place, a great school, a great city, well organized. It's wonderful. <laughs> one of the things too that I really this is Annette again one of the things that I really love uh, about Madrid too is you can drink the water you can eat oh. the food you don't have to worry about any of that it's all safe yes. and you already talked about being safe I've never once here felt unsafe and we're out late at night because there's a lot of nightlife right there. everybody's out everybody's, yeah. out. everybody's yeah. just as Anna's going to tell us something neat about Madrid something you really like about Madrid I, I I really like the culture, the history of Madrid. I think that it's a city with a lot of history. Well, yeah, well, history. A lot of things, and and then related to the history, and you can have a walk and uh, understand everything, or some, to learn everything as well. But I think that the culture is very important uh, to to share the multicultural city because I think it's a multicultural city, and then. Uh, because of that, uh, people is so friendly and so mm -hmm. so warm as well. Now, what about um, students learning a language? Why is it important for the students today to learn a language, and maybe to travel as well? We could put in that word too, that we could have travel, universal travel. Expand your mind. It expands your okay. mind. You're always going forward. We don't stay stay in one place. We're always going forward. We're always learning. Uh, learning a language is opening up your minds, being able to able to understand another perspective than your own. And I speak German and Lithuanian, so also, so I have all these different perspectives as well. So. Yes, and and. Uh Christina's like a walking encyclopedia. She's, again, she's very humble. I mean, we've talked a lot at length, and I understand a lot about where she's been, but she, she knows a lot of things. Uh, okay. Um, this is Teresa. I think that uh, being able to learn another language, number one, only helps to improve your main language, your English, because I know my English has improved knowing Spanish. Um, but being able to travel... It takes so many things that you see in books, as Annette had said earlier, and it makes it real for you. I was I was teaching real about the artists, um, and then here I'm in standing in front of their art, um, and it it was surreal for me. And being able to experience it, it it's just it's like indescribable Dali. almost, because you are able to absorb 
just by being here, things that you had no idea you were absorbing, and it just, it just like, like um, Christina said, it does, it just expands your mind, and once your mind's been expanded, it never goes back to the shape it was originally. Well said, Teresa. And uh, one of the other things we want to throw in here, and obviously our listeners are from all over the world, and we have people listening that are interested in different languages as well. This also obviously applies to, as as, uh, Christina said, uh, German, she knows uh, German, uh, Lithuanian. Mm -hmm. And so we're talking about all the the world here when we're talking about this. And... uh, for the listeners out there who would like to uh, start something really fun, uh, maybe at your school, is uh, maybe talk with a language teacher and try to help them and organize a group and get some people together to take the students on a trip and the teachers and maybe get the community to uh, sponsor it, right? And help out with some of the expenses. Uh, Sandra, you had, I know, a thought on this. Um, well, my, my school very generously um, paid for my trip to come here. Um, I know I'm very lucky to have that, and not a lot of people do, but um, that's why it's, a, it's just a, it's a great school. Um, it's private. We don't get paid as much, so it's pretty much a huge deal um, for us to do, for me to be able to be here, for them to pay, but they really believe in their teachers, and they really um, want to help us grow professionally, and so I'm very thankful to Heritage Christian. Yes. Um, for allowing me to be here. Just I'm saying. jumping in because I have a comment. Since I'm in the back and nobody can see me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you asked about what you could learn. And I just think it's important that students could come, teachers could come, mm-hmm. experience a different culture, broaden their minds, but actually see that we're all the same. We were really have so much in common. And I mm-hmm. think it would help resolve a lot of the conflicts we have in this world if more people could travel and have these experiences. And, and when we take away the, um, we talk about the customs of the people, mm-hmm. which are a little different, but when you take that away, we're all in the, in the same boat. We're all trying to make it through our days and do well and help people. And uh, that the whole world is like that. And uh, so, as, as Jill said, it would eliminate a lot of conflict if we thought that way. Uh, I'm just looking around the room here that for the listeners. There are 11 of us in the room, and uh, there are classes going on in about every room but this one. And we luckily have this room that is fairly quiet. So, uh, but we're all sitting here, and it's kind of a unique group. We're 11 of us, and uh, they're all, everybody's participating. We're kind of in a little circle here. Uh, to give you an idea of where we're at. Um, we would have been outside, but we, this is a lot better because we can hear each other better. Uh, because for, it's so lively out there. And, and Yes, yes. Um, so, uh, any other ideas about language study? Kathy? Um, I think that a lot of people that live in the United States don't think they'll ever need to use another language, but as your global audience, you know that the... Business today is global business, no matter where you are. And when you are doing business in other countries, it really, the, they, uh, other cu- cultures other than the American culture help, feel it's helpful to develop a relationship with a person first. And when you develop that relationship by really appreciating their language and culture, then that helps to create ties that help you in your business mm-hmm. later in life, if you're gonna be doing that. 
So yes. that's one way to look at it. And I think Kathy also has a degree yes. in international business, yeah. right? Yeah. So we have a real expert. When she says that, she <laughs> knows what she's talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. Lisa, any thoughts on that? Learning language I mean, and learning about other cultures, it, it does. It, it well, brings the world to you. And mm-hmm. I strongly believe that all subjects are related. You learn about history through language, through art, learn about science through the history, and everything is connected. And once students, when we can bring the world to them, and once they see that, they're going to grow and be smarter in all areas of their studies. Anna? I agree with, uh, with uh, Lisa, and I think that um, some of uh, Christina told before, because uh, she she said about a uh, different points of view uh, to mm-hmm. to see the, the another one but uh, this person is the same as, as me and then mm-hmm. the respect i think uh, it begins in in this way okay uh, virginia uh, well i think it's very very important to to learn uh, other languages because it opens your mind and we live in a global world so that means we have to share everything so we have to to know each other to share everything that's what I well said and uh, Alicia yeah I, I agree and I see that we have the same opinion when you learn a new language it gives you the possibility of go deeper in culture and also it gives you a new perspective to understand others point of view and it helps to you know to understand other cultures and to have more tolerance and respect and also to realize that something that is completely uh, normal for you can be unusual and weird from other culture perspective. So sometimes we assume that what we do every day, it's supposed to be done all the, you know, around the globe. And we are so diverse, so different. And at the same time, we have a lot of things in, in, in common as human beings. So that's the most important thing to remember now during the course of our conversations and we have a a many methods in the morning uh, and we share ideas and a lot of uh, ideas were brought up by the teachers uh, and I can't remember exactly who it was was it Teresa that said this or no it was maybe Annette that said this but we talked about um, the importance of in language learning of the teacher creating a positive learning environment uh, where the students felt totally comfortable speaking the language, where they weren't corrected necessarily, and even the correction became uh, low-key so that they felt good about themselves while they were learning another language. Um, does everybody follow that or agree with it? Yeah. Can, we, yes. can we give a little example of that maybe? Can you think of a student that you helped when that happened in the classroom? I'm just thinking, Sandra. 
Um, well, I mean, from day one, my rule in my classroom is when you when you enter the door, like this is like your Spanish learning family, and I, half the time I can't speak English correctly, and I'm gonna make mistakes. You know, you're, my students are gonna make mistakes when they speak Spanish, and um, you, if we laugh, we laugh together. We don't make fun of each other, and. I always want to create an environment with every single student that enters that they feel welcome, that they feel loved, that they feel important, and that they can help each other and feel that, you know, my door is always open and they can always come talk to me. Um, and just building that rapport, that reputation um, with, with each other. I can't think of necessarily um, an experience, like a particular experience, but it's just something that I strongly and firmly believe in in my classroom with my students and um, I, I I think and I like to think most but they feel you know super comfortable mm -hmm. with me and being in that learning environment yeah ex excellent excellent mm -hmm. uh, anybody else have anything you'd like to add to that well I can add that um, some of my students we have students of varying uh, abilities in the class so some students it comes easier to them to speak Spanish and others really struggle with it so we really want to encourage them all and especially those that are struggling to have the confidence to give it a try and therefore you don't want to be correcting everything they say because you want them to feel good about their experience of speaking the language yes exactly anything else Anybody would like to add another thought? Well, I, I used to um, with my students, and I had the um, middle school level, similar to um, what Sondra said, but I tried to remind them of how they learned their English when they were young, that they started out with just a word and then maybe a phrase, and they didn't always choose the correct word. So they not to put too much pressure on themselves that, that this would be similar in Spanish so they would feel comfortable. I say the same thing mm -hmm. to my, my kids. Alicia? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think the the environment inside the classroom is very important because if the students feel comfortable, they're going to try and to give it a chance. And we need to keep motivating them and also to, you know, to share with them our own experiences learning different languages because one of the most typical fears is you know, n not to be able to speak correctly all the time. And we always repeat that that's completely normal when you're learning a new language. And also when we speak our mother tongue, we don't speak correctly all the time. Mm -hmm. We no. make mistakes. Yes. So that's part of... Or we speak in, you know, in slang. You know, mm -hmm. we use slang words and stuff like that. Virginia? I've never been teaching, so... Okay, no, Don't want to say. Yeah, I think that uh, um, every word, every word that I have heard now is in the same way, and then it's not fear, not fear in the classroom because uh, fear, I think, is a creativity for a teacher or for the kids, the students, and everything. And then uh, it's very important to be comfortable uh, at class. Now, the reason that we think that we talk about this in our classes here in Madrid, that we think this is a problem in, in, in world language instruction, is that we talked about the enrollments, sometimes they, they drop uh, between level one and two, two and three, three and four. And so we kind of talked about it and, and probably is somewhat of a problem. Not a lot, and I don't think with the teachers here at all, uh, because uh, we were all in the same uh, 
owned that we were all on the same wavelength here, that we thought that uh, we all agreed to the, that, that particular notion about being fear affecting things. But um, uh, we talked about monolingualism, being monolingual. Why aren't more people bilingual in the world? And uh, one of the things that we discussed was the, the fear, motive, uh, fear factor, uh, that people are afraid and they are afraid of making mistakes and, they, and therefore they don't, it's an uncomfortable environment for them. Um, is there anything else we can do to make this better? I mean, this environment, how can we really make this a positive, wow, I love this class, I'm not afraid, I have fun in this class, learning language is fun. How can we do that? Well, a lot of my, like a lot of students to get an honors diploma have to take third year, then they want to be done after. And so um, I was actually at a teaching conference, I don't remember if it was Central States or I felt uh, where they were talking about the advantages of having um, a brain that was bilingual and also the advantages um, for business and for careers later. And so um, when I returned from the conference um, last year, I showed all of this to my students. And I mean, it really worked. Um, I had, uh, there's one girl I'm thinking in particular, she wasn't gonna take fourth year and she goes, she actually told me that day in class when you showed me all that stuff, I, I said, you know what? I have to continue in Spanish and, and she did. She's a, she took fourth year and I, and I, I'm not sure, but I'm hoping she'll go on and take AP um, as well. And so showing them the facts, showing them the statistics and the benefits um, and helping them understand that and also letting her know, even though I'm not gonna be your teacher next year, my door's open, come talk to me, I will help you. You can do it and encouraging, encouraging them is uh, having that motivation is something really great. Yes. Yeah. I think you have to compliment them all the time. Um, be sure you compliment everybody to build up their mm -hmm. um, What's the word I'm looking for? Confidence. Mm -hmm. And Annette mentioned, I think it was Annette, she likes to give out stickers to the kids. I yes. think that, mm -hmm. you know, just any little thing. I mean, they love it to, to show they them. They do. They all look what I got. Mm -hmm. And all I had to do is say a Spanish word. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I would add that it's very important to focus on the achievements that they are getting and the goals that they are you know, achieving, using the same word again. And sometimes it's, I know it's very important to, you know, to explain about the mistakes in order not to repeat them again. But other times it's more positive to focus on the, you know, the goals that they are mm, getting and where they yeah, are, exactly, right? Exactly. Where they are. Yeah, and, and the, the positivity, a great thing, yeah. positivity, always be positive. Uh, one thing I always tell the kids is uh, you're not native speakers, and you never will be native speakers unless you're living here 24 hours a day, you know, 365 days a year, you're not going to be a native speaker. But you can do well. You can communicate. You can communicate and your, bring ideas your ideas and, and learn how to communicate. And you get better and better the more you take the language. And that usually works. And you know, and, and, and uh, I think what Alicia said too is you have to take the kids where they are, and then to go from there. You know, little by little. And uh, but but to tell them that they can do things with the language and 
and the longer you teach, and you and many of you have had great kids who have gone on and done great things in Spanish. So, and you have evidence to show that. But the thing is, it's it's the the being patient idea and of really motivating the kids, right? And to to be creative. We talked about the role of creativity uh, this past week uh, in language teaching and in any teaching. Uh, how can we be creative and so that the teachers or the students will uh, be able to do other things too with with the language and uh, uh, but the creativity factor what about creativity what's the most creative thing you think you do in the classroom I mean a lot of you have some great ideas for this what's your top creative thing that you do think my food the, project and why? why because everybody wants to eat <laughs> I knew, was, I knew she was going to do a funny thing. I mean, all right. Everybody I knew wants to eat. Coming. They, were, they, they do want to try something new, uh, but, but okay. then there's still, they want to Americanize it. You know, but what are you going to do? So I said, okay, gracias. You know, and, okay. and yeah, you have to be complimentary. And, and cooking, cooking, and things. It's well, not in class because we don't right. have the facility for but it. At home. Um, but at home and bring it in. And they say, yes. oh, can we order it? Can we go to the Mexican store? I'm like, no. At least we're not just doing Mexican, Mexican food. We're also doing Spanish. We're doing yeah. Cuban. We're Peru, Argentine. And what could you do with cooking, right? You could be a cook, open a Mexican restaurant. Right. I'm just throwing this out of Mishawaka. You could be a cook, open a Mexican right. restaurant. Then you could franchise your restaurant and become a billionaire, right? Exactly. No, and then stuff, things like this happen. Though. <clears throat> I mean, there are people that you're going to find out when they get old, when you get older teaching that they do. And I, I had kids in class and I thought, oh, you know, they didn't show a lot of promise, but they, were, they stuck with it. Had a lot of enthusiasm, and they ended up in businesses, and they had their own businesses. Well, a lot they of do a lot of great things. So, besides, you never know what's going to happen, right? And uh, with with people, and in my case, my son, who's uh, also a Spanish, Spanish professor, I would have never known he was going to be a teacher, a Spanish teacher. He actually was majoring in telecommunications at Indiana University. He called me one night in May, and he says, uh, "Dad, I'm going to go on and major in Spanish." And he says, it's going to take me another year, but I did not want to be in broadcast. I loved the Spanish. And he ended up teaching Spanish. So um, uh, you never know. And so that's why you guys got to think about this, what we got to think of what we're doing to motivate in the creativity factor, right? Well, I was just going to say that it's not always the A student that learns the most. I've had students that have gotten C's, D's even, and they love the language. They learned a lot, um, but... You know, they weren't the A students always. Mm -hmm. right, so you don't have to be everybody yes, can learn a lot. Because there's A students who do not want to do uh, more. They just want to get that grade. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's They're like, okay, I'm yeah. okay, I'm doing great. But, but those who do the um, C's and D's. Yeah. Well, what I want to add is that this program puts the teachers in the student's place. Mm -hmm. So we get to experience what it's like for the student we have in our class because we all came in with different proficiency especially me not doing very well I thought and um, we, we made progress and we, we made mistakes we definitely had to learn a lot as day to day uh, as we went through all the experiences that we did so we made progress and we that's what we want for our students okay instead of perfection yes you know? yes 
and uh, I think this this group of teachers says it all, and they've said it well since they've been here, and uh, we've been just elated that they came, and uh, we appreciate everybody very much, and I know you're wonderful, great teachers, and uh, uh, I don't know if I didn't have to correct you one time or say anything to you the whole mm -hmm. time. I mean, how many times will you go, and we've been together a lot here, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, you know, there are times that we're, you know, in the mornings and in the afternoon or evenings and all day sometimes. But we've been together a lot, and they've never had to say one thing to anybody in this group. They're just a wonderful bunch of people who follow directions, great teachers. <laughs> and, uh, and the only problem we had was this one teacher who lost her glasses. <laughs> <laughs> She's still looking for him, but she's yeah. looking for him. All right. A reason to come so, back. I bet you did that so all the right. yeah. yes. But uh, That's now, a good uh, we're going to be closing the program out, so I'm going to ask everybody to say, in Espanol, you're going to give one sentence about Madrid. Lo, lo mejor de Madrid. Para mí, lo mejor de Madrid es... Whatever. Bien? Bien? Estamos bien para empezar. Virginia. Para mí lo mejor de Madrid eh, son los estudiantes que vienen y que nos dejan su alegría y toda su positividad. Muy bien. Sí, yo comparto la opinión con Virginia. Para mí lo mejor de Madrid es la posibilidad de encontrar a gente interesada en acercarse a nuestra cultura, en aprender la lengua y que trae unas vibraciones tan positivas y, y aporta tanto al día a día. Gracias. Para mí lo mejor de Madrid es uh, la gente. La gente es súper simpática, serviciosos, serviciales y también um, la comida también um, pude ver lugares que quería ver por mucho tiempo. Muy bien, y... Uh, para mí lo mejor de Madrid es la gente amable, pero también las actividades que pueden hacer, porque hay todo lo que hacer aquí. Para mí, lo siento, pero no puedo escoger una cosa, porque me encanta todo, la comida, la gente, la cultura, la historia, el arte. Es... Me gusta mucho. Muy bien. Sí. Todos necesitan ir aquí. Sí, muy bien. Para mí lo mejor de Madrid es la facilidad de viajar a todas partes sin problemas. Es muy uh, seguro y muy barato y, y es, es muy rápido también. Me gusta esta parte. Ah, para mí es lo mismo como Sandra. Me gusta todo. Me gusta todo. Las partes. La vida es chula. <risa> Pero no se dice chula aquí en, en España. Sí, sí, sí se sí, dice chula. Sí, sí, ok, bueno, chula. Um, lo mejor... No. Cristina se queda en España. Buscando sus gafas. Tengo que buscar mis gafas. Elisa. Para mí, pues estoy de acuerdo con Sandra y con Cristina. Y a mí me parece que hay muchas oportunidades aquí. Oportunidades de aprender, de hablar con la gente. Y hay mucha gente aquí de otros países. Uh -huh. Y yo he hablado con ellos y me dicen que 
En su opinión, también hay muchas oportunidades de ganarse una vida mejor, mejorarse. Y aquí, museos, parques, la gente, la comida, sí. Oportunidades de probar de todo y aprender de todo y sí, conocer mucha gente muy, muy mona. <risa> Como tú. Bueno, para mí lo mejor de Madrid, estoy de acuerdo con, con todas y sobre todo con Alicia, de que nos permite la posibilidad de conocer gente diferente y gente que, que quiere acercarse a nosotros sin ningún tipo de barrera y a conocer la cultura, la lengua y todo lo que nos permite ¿no? el poder compartir todas estas cosas. Pues es que estoy pensando en, en algo que alguien me dijo que, que dice um, de Madrid as, as, a, al cielo, pienso de Madrid al cielo, como Madrid es el mejor lugar. Bueno, and so as you can tell, we are fanáticos por la ciudad de Madrid. <laughs> y estoy ya, no sé si Cervantes va a bajar del cielo para hablarnos ahora. Adelante. Sí, adelante, <laughs> siempre adelante, así. So, at any rate, that, that is our show for today. And thank you so much for being with us. Uh, we are so delighted to be in this beautiful, great city of Madrid. And we hope to come back soon. And if you missed our last broadcast on Havana, Cuba, check us out, uh, radio.uccs.edu. And we will be seeing you in a couple of weeks where we're going to have some great guests for you and some surprises as well. And uh, have a great rest of the summer. And we will see you soon on Tom's World Language Cafe. Thank you. Que pase muy buen día. And everybody's going to say adios. Hasta luego. Pues hasta luego y quién sabe cuándo vamos a vernos otra vez. Ok, bye. Muy bien.